Welcome back to Weekly Dose of Serotonin. I am your host, Sarah. And can I tell you how flattered I was in the last couple weeks? Because, um, so you know how I did an episode a few weeks ago about fast food restaurants, like ranking different fast food chains, etc. Um, one of my friends listened to that like the next week or something. And she texted me and was like, guess what? Now I'm going to get in and out because I listened to your episode and then it made me want in and out. So she went and got in and out. And then like the next week, one of my other friends was listening to it and she also texted me and was like, Hey, now I, I like, I just listened to this episode today and now I'm going to get fast food. And I'm sorry. I actually forget which, where she was going. Um, but it was one of the ones that I'd mentioned, I guess. Um, and I was like, am I an influencer now? Like, I'm influencing people to go get certain foods, right? So, like, am I an influencer now? Um, I'll add that to my LinkedIn page. Just kidding. I think I do have a LinkedIn page, actually. I used to have one ages ago. And then I didn't update it for, like, 10 years. <laughs> I Probably less than that. Um, probably, like, five years I didn't update it. And then I updated it again recently when, like, a few years ago, like, yeah, like, probably close to three years ago, when I completed a different job that was, like, a contract period job. So then I was, like, had no job. And so I updated my LinkedIn. Like, I don't know. That's what people say to do when you're looking for a job. I'm not a huge fan. But anyways, I was like, I got to do what I got to do. I need to get – I need a job. So I updated that and, um, but then I just decided to go freelance and like start my own business basically. Not really, but like become freelance consulting person anyway. Um, and not consulting at all. I don't know why I said that, but anyway, um, I started doing my own thing and I never, I don't think I've done anything to that. Like, I don't think I've updated that at all. Like, it might still say that I'm seeking a job. I don't know. Do you put that in LinkedIn? I'm very rarely on there. So I don't actually remember what happens on that website. Anyway, um, how did I get from... How did I get from... Oh, now I understand. For a second, I forgot why I jumped to LinkedIn from talking about fast food. But now I've retraced, I've retraced my mental steps. And I remember where I made that leap. Um... Anyway, actually, do you know, speaking of LinkedIn, I'm pretty sure that's where people get it, but like every so often, but like my phone number's not on LinkedIn. I don't know where these people got my phone number, just like scammers, I guess. But apparently (laughs) every so often, like it's happened like three times now, I think, um, every like (laughs) five to six months, I'll get a text that's like, Mr. Carter would like to, we saw your resume and Mr. Carter would like to meet with you um, about it or whatever. And every time I get it, it makes me laugh so hard because I'm like, is this my 50 shades of gray moment? Um, who is this Mr. Carter? Is he a billionaire? Um, and what will happen if I meet with him and will I get murdered? Because that seems like a real possibility or is this a pyramid scheme? Because I feel like those are the only three possibilities here from that sketchy text saying Mr. Carter wants to meet me. It's either like, okay, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before. Maybe I've just texted my friends about this, but like I just got one again like a week or two ago. I don't remember how long ago it was. Anyways, I just deleted it after chuckling to myself. Um, But like, anyway, the only three possibilities in this scenario 
of Mr. Carter are A, it's a Mr. Gray situation, in which case I don't really want a part of that. Um, I actually never read Fifty Shades of Grey, but I did hear that it was an extremely, extremely toxic relationship, if you can call it that. Um, like, would I mind for a billionaire to pay for everything for me? No, I wouldn't mind that. But, like, do I want him to, like, emotionally torture me, basically? Because from what, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But from what I've heard, it was, like, really toxic and emotionally, emotionally manipulative. Um, so, like, do I want to have to deal with the emotional manipulation that would come from such an arrangement I don't think so I guess it depends on how much money he's paying me but like it just doesn't seem like it would be worth it to me so that's that's scenario a b would be he's just straight up trying to murder me um just point blank you know pretty straightforward there and c is that it's a pyramid scheme which feels the most likely to me Um, but I also don't want a part of that. It just seems like you never win in that situation. You know, even if you like work your way up by the time you're finally like, okay, I need to leave. Like, I just feel like you're always going to need to like pay or lose money to like get out of those situations. Look, I already kind of talked about pyramid schemes a while ago, a while ago, but like, I'm will always be fascinated by pyramid schemes so, like, if anyone listening to this, if if my voice gets into the ears of anyone who's ever been a part of a pyramid scheme, please let me know. Please tell me what your experience is. I do think that MLMs are <laughs> pyramid schemes. I understand that people who are in MLMs are like, this isn't a pyramid scheme. Actually, it is, right? Like, do they just say that it's not a... Are they trying to say that it's not a Ponzi scheme? I'm trying to say what their... I'm trying to think of what their um, arguments are. Like, are MLMs a pyramid scheme? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay, okay. I, I definitely went over this exact question months ago, but I've forgotten. Anyways, the difference between it is that in a pyramid scheme, there's no actual product. The whole thing is just a fake. You're just recruiting people into the program, but there's no actual um, product that you're selling. But in MLMs, it's basically a pyramid scheme because you're also like recruiting either buyers or recruiting other sellers to be under you. Um, so yeah, no, they're the same thing. Anyway, <laughs> I guess technically not, but they're the same thing. So look, if you've been in an MLM, please let me know how horrific that experience was. But mostly I just want to talk to someone who's been in like a legitimate pyramid scheme where you have, you're not even selling a product like MLMs. I guess you can like pretend like it's fine because you're actually providing some sort of like product or service, but Someone who's been in a pyramid scheme where there's no actual product, you're just like recruiting people for who knows what reason, please reach out to me. I'd like to talk to you. Also, this is something that's been rattling in my brain for like a year. Um, And I've talked about doing this episode so many times and never got around to it. I really do want to do a dream analysis 
episode where I just try to analyze people's dreams based on what I can find on the internet. I think that just sounds fun to me. Um, so if you have any crazy dreams that you would like me to, um, analyze, I guess, (laughs) um, you can just tell me, um, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Most people who listen to this podcast are people that know me directly. So if that is the case, just text me your dreams. Um, and I don't mean like your hopes and dreams. I mean like a dream you had while you were unconscious, you know what I mean? But like, I'm just waiting for someone, for one of my friends to sarcastically text me some like aspiration. I'm not interested. I don't want to hear about that. Just kidding. I want to hear all my friends hopes and dreams. Just not in this case. Um, right now I would like to analyze, I would like to psychoanalyze what your subconscious is telling you through dreams. Um, if you don't know me personally, but somehow are sticking around listening to this because I'll be honest, based on the numbers that I'm getting, I don't get tons of listeners, but I definitely get more listeners than people I communicate with on a regular basis. So there have to be people that I don't know listening to this or my friends are just listening to this like over and over and over again. And I don't think that's the case. Um, anyway, so if you don't know me personally and you would still like to submit a dream, I think that would be super fun. Um, I would love that. You can just submit it on my Instagram page, which I actually forgot that I had. Um, (laughs) I have like three posts on there probably. So yeah, it's literally the Instagram page is just my exact name of this podcast. So you can just search that and you'll find it. Um, and you can message me. I don't necessarily expect that to happen, but that would be cool. So if you want to do that, you'd make my whole day and maybe even my whole week, except for the fact that, let's see, this will be posted when I'm out of town. Then the next week it's look, you're going to have some tough competition because the week after I'm posting this one. So when you guys would be listening to it and messaging me, um, it's going to be a phenomenal week. Okay. First of all, Taylor Swift is going to be releasing an album. One of my friends got a hotel room that like me and there's, it's going to be me and two of our friend, like two friends. So three of us are going to be going to a hotel on the release of Taylor Swift's album, which sounds ridiculous, but it's not, it's great. Um, and we're just going to wear our matching pajamas or our matching t-shirts because we have a lot of matching clothes the three of us. Um, and we're just going to be listening to the new album and freaking out and possibly FaceTiming another friend who is going to, she genuinely looked up, um, tickets to fly like cross country to literally just spend the night with us, um, for this occasion. However, she decided to be a little bit financially savvy in this case and chose not to do it. So we're probably just going to FaceTime her in to our little listening party. Um, anyways, so that's happening. And then two nights later, I'm going to go to the ballet, which is fun and exciting. And I bought a new dress, new shoes, and a new bag because I was not financially savvy. And pretty much any event I go to is an excuse for me to buy a whole new outfit, which like, look, I understand I should not be doing that. And I tell myself that every time, every time I'm like, I'll find something that works. It's fine. But then I like think of something and I'm like, this outfit would be perfect. And I don't have that outfit, so I should buy it. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> so, and, oh, and <laughs> I just repeated that. But anyways, I'm very excited because I'm getting my haircut that day, the day of the ballet, which I'll probably be posting if I'm not busy next week. I'll be probably like that, that new episode will be posted that day. So you won't hear about it until like the following episode, if that makes sense. Anyway, um, so where, where, oh, I'm getting a haircut. I'm getting a haircut the day of the ballet. So my hair is going to be like nice and fresh and newly done. Cause I'll just have left this lawn and then like basically go home and finish getting ready and get dressed in my new dress, which I will be honest with you. I look phenomenal in like phenomenal um and these heels I'm I've been wearing them around my house like for the last couple days um trying to break them in my feet will be killing me because I'll be honest I don't wear heels a ton um unless they're like more like kind of like boots almost more like thicker soles so they don't really hurt me as much these will hurt my they're not like full-on stilettos but they will hurt me. Um, and they're very tall. So they make me like six feet tall, which I love, I think is great. I love towering over people. So anyways, it's going to be a good day. I'm just saying you might not actually make my whole week just because you're going to have some tough competition, but like it would, it would make me very, very happy if just a random listener sent me their dreams that I don't personally know in real life. Um, I don't know why that just seems exciting. It seems like a pen pal, you know, you'd be like a fun little pen pal. Anyway, um, speaking of my haircut, jumping back onto that train, I'm excited to get my haircut because I have been so bored of my hair and I did just get my hair done like through four, three or four months ago. Um, and usually I actually go much longer in between hair appointments, but the last time I went, cause I was like, I'm so bored of my hair, which like is It was weird because I loved my hair, but I was also bored of it at the same time, if that makes sense. So I wanted a slight change, but not a huge change. Um, So I got some highlights. I I hadn't had highlights in a couple years. So I got some like very subtle highlights that were fun, but also actually kind of made me miss my really like all dark hair. So like it was good and I'm glad that I did it, but I also kind of miss my all dark hair anyways. It's fine. But like now I want to go and get like a cut. Like I got it cut when I was there obviously, but it was more of just like a trim. And now I'm just like, I'm chopping my hair. I'm done. I'm chopping my hair and I'm not going to get like bangs bangs because when I was 12 years old and grew out my childhood bangs, I swore to myself that I would simply never, ever, ever, ever in my life again, ever get bangs. Actually, I think I was like 14 or 15. Anyway, I was, it was sometime in like high school-ish. Um, I grew out my bangs and I was like, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, Sarah, you are never getting bangs ever again. Like, like I was staring myself dead in the eyes and I swore to myself that I would never get bangs again. Um, because a bangs are, so hard to take care of. You have to like do something every day. I love the days when I can just throw my hair back in a ponytail and it takes about 10 seconds. But like with bangs, they're going to get greasier faster. So you have to like take care of that. I'm just saying people who have bangs, like good for you. Good for you for taking care of that. Cause like they can be really cute, but like 
for me, I just feel like they're not worth the effort on my face shape. Like, I feel like I look fine without bangs, so it's not worth, like, the stress, you know? I actually think I look better without bangs anyway than with bangs. So like why would I get bangs when I look better without bangs and bangs are like <laughs> now I've said bangs so many times that does not sound a real like a real word word. Um I I've, I'm really I don't know what's happening to me. I suddenly cannot speak. Anyway, um so here's the situation. <sighs> In this haircut, I'm not getting bangs, <laughs> but I am getting like layers that are close to bangs. So I'm a little, I feel like I can rest easy with myself knowing like it is going to be more work, but I am staying true to the pact I made with myself at age 15. Um, Will I maybe go back on that those words in the future and someday get bangs? Maybe, who knows? Never say never, I guess. But I'm just saying I'm getting kind of, <laughs> kind of things. I don't, I don't know why. I'm just excited to tell this. I'm just excited for this to happen because it's like a new fun hairstyle. I usually just get really like straightforward ones. because I usually don't want to take care of my hair, but then I feel like my hair is always boring and I don't ever know what to do with it because like when I style it, it just still doesn't really do anything. Um, like I, there's no way to really style it. You know what I mean? So anyway, I just want like more good hair days. So I'm going to try to get a hairstyle that like I can, like a haircut that I can actually style that it looks good and put together, you know, (sighs) and I'm taking off probably like, I don't know why that was such a deep sigh. I'm just thinking about it. Um, I'm probably going to get like six inches taken off and my hair is actually not even that long right now so five inches five inches maybe anyway I'm excited about it so that's not happening this like this weekend when this episode comes out it's gonna be the following weekend um but none of you guys better try to talk me out of it okay because I have been thinking about this for like two months And I set my appointment and I texted the person who's been doing my hair for like five years and we talked about it and she was like, I think this would genuinely look so good on you and we can talk about like style, like ways for you to style it and help like I'll help you go over all that and we'll find like a nice easy way and stuff. So like I'm set on it. So don't try to talk me out of it. Um, I don't think anyone will, but I'm just putting that out there. Don't you dare try to talk me out of it. Um, anyway. All of this from talking about dream analysis. Hmm. Okay, so let's jump in to the rest of the episode. Luckily, I don't actually have, I knew that I could spend a long time on this like intro situation because I don't have like a ton to actually talk about. Mostly just going to be doing one of my favorite things, which is reading the crazy stories that other people have put on the internet. Um, But this episode specifically is about catfishing. So we are going to jump into the craziest catfish stories on the internet. Okay, I'm going to be totally honest. (laughs) Um, After I recorded that, I realized there was something for work that I had to take care of that I hadn't finished yet today. So I went to go do that and it took like three times longer than I thought it was going to take. Um... It's fine. I finished it, but then I was starving. So then I had to eat and then I 
wanted to relax. So <laughs> it's been hours since I recorded that. Um, but I'm back now. I think that I had just finished the introductory chat time. Um, so now we can get into the actual topic, which is Crazy's Catfish Stories. Um, I just randomly thought about this because I don't know about you, but I used to always watch, not always, <laughs> that sounds like I came home and watched every day. I did not. The only show that I came home and watched like every single day was when I was in elementary school and it was Arthur. I loved that show. I came home and watched Arthur. Mm, that's a lie. I came home and watched Arthur most days, not every day. Um, but it was on like right after school. I think it was on like 3.30 or something. So I'd get home and sometimes my mom would let us turn on like an episode of something um, on the days that... I didn't have to do like homework or practice the piano. Um, I am so bad at the piano. Just putting that out there. I really kind of want to start practicing again just to like learn it again. But I tried recently. Um, I sat down at the piano and like tried to do a song or two. I could not remember anything. I it like. I could vaguely remember the little things that they teach you for the notes, like every good boy does fine, you know? So I could kind of like count those out and like face for the others. And so like, I was kind of like figuring that out, but seriously, I was trying to play and I had to stop like every other note to like figure out what notes they were. It was quite difficult. Um, but in my defense, I don't think I've even touched a piano in about six or seven years. So yeah, anyway, it was, it was painful though. Um, so knowing myself, I will not attempt to learn it again because if it does not come easily and naturally to me, then I don't spend my time doing it. So, um, that's also why I quit. That's why I quit piano in the first place because it was really hard for me. So I was just like, meh, not worth it. And my mom, look, I think that I was her biggest challenge, um, just in general, but specifically piano wise, because I fought her so much on practicing. I never practiced. I just wasted my time all the time. So then when it came to piano lessons, I had never progressed. Um, and some piano teachers were like really nice about it and were like, it's fine. I get that it's busy. I'm like, how busy can I be at like nine years old? But anyway, um, for the most part, they were okay for like a hot second, like we were in between, like, I think my old piano teacher like moved away or something like that. So we were looking for a new piano teacher. Anyway, my mom taught me how to play piano, was my piano teacher for a hot second. And it almost ruined our relationship for the rest of our lives. So we decided mutually that she should never ever be my piano teacher ever again and we found a new piano teacher but um anyway she yeah we were whew, we fought so much while she was my piano teacher um and like look it was my fault for the most part I mean she didn't have a ton of patience with me which I was like a child so of course I was not gonna be like great at it but I also didn't practice at all so she would be like, we literally went over this last week. And I was like, well, yeah, so I didn't practice at all. 
as you probably could tell since we live in the same house and you didn't really hear me doing anything. Anyway, so yeah, it was my own fault that I didn't progress, but it didn't come easily for me. So I just didn't want to practice. So then I gave up and eventually my mom, usually there was like a benchmark that we had to hit before she would let us quit, like decide if we wanted to continue or quit. I did not hit that benchmark. I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) She was like, I give up. I don't care anymore. I'm not fighting you on this anymore. So yeah, I stopped doing that. Um, anyway, why again, like, I don't know how I got on that tangent. I'm sure if I retraced my steps, I could figure it out, but I don't really care to. Um, anyways, so speaking of catfish, I used to watch, I think it was on MTV. Is it still airing? I don't know. But anyways, there was a show called Catfish. Neve and Max were the hosts because Neve was like catfished before. Like I, when he was younger, I feel like in his like early twenties anyway. So because of that experience, he like made a documentary about tracking his catfish down or maybe like figuring out he was being catfished. I don't know. Anyway, then they started a whole, he started a whole, um, channel about it. And to be honest, it was kind of funny because he was basically just doing things that like anybody could do. Like anyone watched like one episode of it, they could be like, okay, well, I'm just going to do that then and see if this person's catfishing me. Um, but instead they would get Neve and Max to come do it for them, which granted Neve and Max could sometimes like talk people into meeting them, which like the people that were being catfished probably couldn't because they'd been like, hey, let's meet, let's meet, let's meet. And the person would like never would. So I understand that in this case, it was kind of like a last ditch attempt. And the people catfishing others were like, oh, okay, they know that I'm catfishing them. So I might as well just like come clean. Anyway, um, if you watch that show, some of my favorite episodes, there was one where this girl's cousin was catfishing her, like her own cousin, and the girl comes out, the one who was the catfish, she comes out and she was like, by the way, if you guys don't know what catfishing is, I don't know why you wouldn't, um, but in case you're like, I don't know, from a different generation or something and don't know what catfishing means, I guess I should explain it for a quick moment just so that you understand what's happening. Basically, when you catfish someone, you're pretending to be somebody else um, and you like make someone fall in love with you based on somebody else's photos. Like they don't see the real you. And like, I guess you could maybe talk about real life stories and stuff, but usually it's like you're pretending to be someone else you get someone to fall in love with the idea of you, the idea that you're giving them. Um, and then you just never meet them, I guess. Um, typically it was like these people would like the people being catfished would be like, Hey, let's video call. Let's whatever. Let's do this and this and this. And they never would because then that would give up the, whole lie you know if they saw who you really were so yeah you're just basically pretending to be someone else and making someone fall in love with you that's the whole idea anyway um I'm like I don't know what people usually got out of it like the catfish themselves I think sometimes in some cases they were like I'm hideous no one will ever fall in love with the real me so I had to pretend to be someone else 
Um, which was awkward because then when the person who they were catfishing met them, they were like, yeah, I'm not in love with you because you pretended to be someone else all along. Like you didn't even give someone the chance to fall in love with the real you because you just pretended to be someone else. So like, even if I fell in love with you, it's not the real you. And now you disgust me because you've been lying to me for however long, which some of these catfish situations lasted years. I feel like there was one that lasted like five years or some ridiculous amount of time. Maybe it wasn't that long, but it was at least two years. And Neve and Max were like, I'm sorry, you've been in a relationship with someone for like two or three years at least. And you've never video called them. You've never met them. You've never seen them in person. Like what? Wild to me. Wild. I don't even think I could chat with someone online for more than like a month before I was like, okay, we need to meet, you know, I don't, but I also just don't trust people. So like, I feel like I would be like, this is fake. Or I would just be like, okay, well, let's get the ball rolling. Cause you can tell people's vibe better in person. So I just feel like I would not want to waste time chatting online with them Video calls would be slightly different. So I guess like if you could at least if maybe if you live far away and you can't meet in person, obviously, then like video call would be easier to figure out their vibes and see if you guys like really hit it off rather than just like messaging constantly. Sometimes these people did have phone calls with the person. Like if the person catfishing was the same gender of the person they were pretending to be, then they would do phone calls with them. I think there was one that I saw where a person, there was one episode where the person catfishing, I think was like, I think she was a girl and she's pretending to be a guy. So she, or maybe it was vice versa. But anyways, let's say it was a girl pretending to be a guy. So she got like a guy friend to do the phone calls, which then you're just like getting other people involved. That's just insane to me. It's insane. The level, the dedication going into this is wild and something that I would never have the energy for. Like, I think I would just be stressed constantly if I was catfishing someone. And it's not even like I have a problem lying. I don't. But like, in that case, like you're toying with someone's heart. I just feel like I would be constantly ill. I would just feel gross about myself. Um, anyways, back to the cousin situation. So in this case, the main person was a woman or Maybe she was a teenager. I don't know. I want to say that she was like late teens, early 20s. So young, young woman. Um, she was being catfished, but she like she thought she was in love with some guy. And turns out it was her cousin, who's also a woman, about the same age as her. Um, and like when it was revealed that it was her, because like she like came walking out and the girl who was being catfished was like (gasps) like she like reacted some way and even max were like do you know her and she was like that's my cousin and so then they were like why did you catfish your cousin the catfish was like because she called me like either like fat or ugly or something i don't remember but she was like she insulted me like seven years ago so and i never got over it so i wanted to hurt her as much as she hurt me Which is wild to me because, like, yes, that is horrific. That is awful for your cousin to insult you in that way. And, of course, that would be painful. Um, Like, nobody likes being called those things. But, like, 
to then put all of your energy in, like, instead of just insulting her back like a normal human being, you decided to pretend you played the long game you pretended to be someone else and catfished her for at least months I don't know how long it went on but it was at least several months that you made this like your cousin fall in love with the idea of some random man it is honestly okay this is gonna sound bad but like I kind of respect that revenge game like how intense she went on that revenge that's that's pretty crazy And I do respect the dedication she put into that. But, like, also it's just, like, crazy. Just crazy. (laughs) Um, I don't know what else to say about it. Anyway, that was one of the craziest ones. Except for there was also one where the guy who was catfishing, he was catfishing another guy. He was pretending to be a girl. Um... And then Neve and Max, like, were talking to him. And I don't remember what the reasoning he had was, like, why he was catfishing this guy. And he was, I think he was like, it's just fun. And they were like, okay. And they are like, are you interested in him? And he was like, well, I had fun talking to him. And, like, they were kind of, like, trying to figure out, like, they were like, are you, like, are you gay? And you're, so you like talking to guys, but you're afraid they won't like you because you're another guy. And he was like, No. They were like, okay, so, like, what are you getting out of this? And he was like, but I like talking to guys. Like, it was – and they were like, so do you like guys? And he was like, no, yeah, but no. But, like, it was so confusing, and he didn't even know what he was was doing or what he was saying. And I – yeah, it was wild. I still remember that one, too, because the guy was so annoying, and I could tell Neve and Max wanted to just punch him in the face because he was the worst. Uh, The last one that I remember that sticks out vividly in my mind – is this one woman, mm, I'm saying woman, but I'm pretty sure she was a teenager. Maybe she was like, maybe again, she was like 18, 19, 20. Most of the people I feel like were in the age range of like 18 to 25, probably. So she was probably like a young woman as well. Maybe like just coming into adulthood. Anyways, this woman was like, she thought she was dating Bow Wow. Yes, you heard me correct. Bow Wow, the rapper who was also in that one movie with the basketball player. Do you know what I'm talking about? What was that movie called? There was a little blonde boy in there too, I think. They were like orphans and they were adopted by a basketball player like Mike. That's it. Like Mike starring Bow Wow and who was the basketball player Morris Chestnut was the guy who acted as the basketball player they didn't have an actual basketball player in here wasn't space jam action these were like actual actors um anyway so yeah she thought Bow Wow was dating her and like sending her money the person catfishing her like sent her money I think oh no 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 no, no. oh my gosh I take it back Bow Wow, the person pretending to be Bow Wow was like, yeah, I need money. I'm having a hard time financially right now. I'm almost positive this is how it went down. This is ringing a bell in my head. So the woman like sent money. She So I guess in some cases, the cat, the people catfishing, they were like, hey, I really need this help financially. And so then they would get money out of this. Um, but anyway... I don't even remember how much it was, but she paid him like several thousand dollars to this person. 
Anyways, I don't even remember who it was who was catfishing her. I don't remember how that turned out. I just remember being so confused that she really thought she was dating Bow Wow just because, again, I don't really trust people and I feel like I'm very cynical. So if someone who seemed to be a celebrity messaged me or like slid into my DMs in some way, I'd be like, this is fake. This is obviously fake. And I would just not even respond and I'd probably block them. So... (laughs) I don't, I don't really know, but I guess maybe this was probably like 10 plus years ago. So maybe people were slightly less internet savvy back then. I don't know. Anyway, all of that being said, (laughs) I suddenly remembered that show today and thought, hey, let's just look up on the internet and see if there's any crazy catfish stories. I sadly don't have a catfish story to throw in here. I've never catfished anyone and no one has ever catfished me. Again, I'm going to say it's probably because if anyone ever slid into my DMs, which no one ever has, actually, the only people who have ever DM'd have always, who have ever DM'd me have been people that I actually knew, except for like people trying to like sell stuff or be like, hey, add me as your friend or like just random weird things of people being like, I saw your picture like that happened to me once. And I was like, I don't know who this man is. Um, It was very clearly like a fake account. Anyway, all of the times that those weird things have happened, I just block them immediately. So I guess that's why (laughs) I've never been, I mean, not, that's not the only reason, but that's probably the main reason why most people don't get catfished is because they just immediately block like things that seem like spam accounts or people that they don't know. Um, so yeah, that's like what I always do on my personal account. Um, and again, like I said, I think that I would be ill if I ever attempted to catfish someone. Sadly, I don't have any stories and I don't think anyone that I know has been catfished because everyone that I know has similar vibes as I do where like they would not just continue to message some random person who messaged them who seemed sketchy, you know? And I honestly don't ever, I don't think anyone that I know has ever ended up with someone that they just like randomly messaged them. I do think some of these catfish people, they found like, some of them, I think it was like through like Facebook or something, but I do want to say that some of them were found like on dating websites, but that could be incorrect. Because I do know someone who met their husband through like a dating app, but that's it. I think just, I think it's just the one that has done that. So most people that I know are not in the situations where they would be catfished. So anyways, I'm kind of bummed about that, that I don't have a good story, like personal story to be able to tell here. But in these trying times, we can turn to the internet to give us the drama that we desire. Um, so I just kind of vaguely perused the first few there's this list where someone else did all the work for me and compiled craziest catfish stories the first one was I will tell you unremarkable it was not crazy at all and I don't I don't understand why this was even here actually because this person wasn't even catfished they met someone dated him she like met his parents met his friends all of that kind of stuff And then found out that he was married. And so then he disappeared. 
Um, but that's not really catfishing in my opinion. That's just someone like lying to you. I would say catfishing is like you're pretending to be someone else. Obviously he was pretending to be single when he was really married, but like, I feel like the essence of catfishing is like mostly done online and you don't really ever meet them in person, you know, because I feel like catfishing is usually because like, in like, here's the thing in Neve's situation, this woman like took someone else's pictures from the internet and made a fake profile which is usually what a lot of catfishers do. They made a fake profile, like a fake Instagram, fake Facebook, whatever, and then started messaging him. They messaged back and forth. It turned out to be this woman who was like 60, or 60 years old or something um, when he thought it was another person in their 20s like he was. So usually it's like you're pretending to be someone else entirely, like not even just like, leaving out a key fact like hey I'm married with kids but just like totally pretending to be someone else if that makes sense so I feel like that's not really a legitimate catfish story but anyways still still awful don't get me wrong so the second one is about someone who was a catfish so I actually just barely like skimmed this so I don't really know why they wanted to catfish someone but anyway So it says, I actually catfished someone, but this was 15 years ago before it was a phenomenon. I was 15 and I went to a Britney Spears, went into a Britney Spears chat room. I met a guy from the Netherlands. I said I was 18, as was he, and my name was Mandy. I gave him my real number. So we talk on the phone every day. He'd call me. As catfish stories go, things got intense fast. There was a lot, there was talk of him visiting. So naturally I did something dramatic. I pretended that Matt Mandy got in a car accident and lost her memory. Things unraveled from there. And I finally told him the truth. We tried to be friends, but it was too weird. A week later, he was dating someone else in the chat room. I don't understand why you would do this just like for fun. Look, I'm all for like, look, this is going to sound bad. I'm all for messing with people. If you need to like a nice, innocent, tell them something untrue about yourself or make something a little bit more dramatic, but to completely change everything. And I will say telling, telling them something untrue. I don't mean like straight up lying about some massive thing, but like being like, (laughs) how to describe this without You know, like saying something absolutely ridiculous that you know that they won't believe, but you're doing it for dramatic effect. So like, they're like, what are you talking about? And then they can obviously very clearly be like, she's lying. That's, that's what I tend to do is just say something completely, totally ridiculous to people that I don't like, and then have them be like, what's wrong with her? She's crazy. And then I'm like, yeah, I am. And then you leave me alone. So I guess that's the difference. I guess that's the difference is I am usually lying to people to get them to leave me alone. Um, and these people are lying to get people to like them. Does that make it better? Am I, am I a bad person? I don't think that I've ever like went intense about something. I've never created an alter ego for myself that I like just went around and told people like, this is who I am. I've been tempted sometimes because it does sound interesting, But then, like, I think, hey, this is a real person's feelings you're messing with. And that stops me immediately. And I don't think I'd ever get to the point where I'd be like, I want them to fall in love with me. It would more like be like, I just wanted to say something crazy dramatic. But, like, I never have. But to be also fair, I have enough weird stories in my normal life 
that I can just tell things that have actually happened to me to people and get a good reaction that way rather than me having to make things up, you know? So maybe these people just need to get out more. And like, that's saying a lot because I don't get out very much, but I guess more than these people. Anyway, okay. Um, Next one. Someone says that they work for a repo company and have a fake Facebook set up to lure people who have been hiding their cars from us on dates. We make plans to meet up. And then when they arrive, I repo their cars. Oh my gosh. That's kind of mean. But I mean, I guess do what you got to do to get your job done. Um, okay. Here's another one. This is a long one. So I have a good feeling about it. About two years ago, one of my girlfriends retweeted someone on Facebook, on Twitter, and I fell in love. He was so sexy. I called up my friend and asked who he was, and she said his name was Ken, and that he was a really good friend friend of hers, and that they had hung out before. I sent, or he sent me a DM on Twitter asking me a question, and then from that day on, we spoke to each other every hour and every day. I got to know Ken on every level, except for in person. So anyway, I got to know Ken on every level. He told me he had a kid that, and that he was a, an accountant and that he was born and raised in Chicago. We hadn't spoke on the phone yet. All we ever did was text. I told my girl to call him on three-way and she's like, Rachel, he can't talk. <laughs> I was shocked. She told me he was born without vocal cords. Uh, um, okay. Anyway, um, this is going to get more dramatic. He was born without vocal cords. I was confused, but that, but didn't stop talking to him. He, what, uh, okay, okay, okay. We ended up having phone sex. How does one have phone sex without another voice on the opposite end? You text back your oohs and ahs. That sounds horrific. Then one day I got a text from him saying there's an Instagram profile that's trying to slander me. It follows if it follows you, block them. But I got curious. I clicked on the profile and the bio said he's a figment of her imagination with a picture of Ken and some random girl. Come to find out after intense research, this man I was talking to turned out to be a woman that had pretended to be him for seven years. Seven years. After I found all of that information out, I never spoke to them ever again. So they were, like, just, like, they were pretending to be someone else, but also, like, wait, but Ken really existed, obviously, because there were pictures of him. So they just stole pictures of this dude that she had met, like, one time or something, and then pretended to be this dude for seven years and, like, made friends with them because if this girl, Rachel's friend, knew him or was like, yeah, we're good friends, but then had never met him... Okay, this, all right, that, I don't know what to say about this. Um, Here's the hard thing is, like, if your friend was like, yeah, I know them. They're a good friend of mine. Like, we're really good friends. We've hung out before. So this person, they said, the friend said they've hung out before. So the friend was clearly completely lying because obviously they could have never hung out before or... The friend hung out with the real Ken and just didn't realize. But then the vocal cord situation. I need Rachel to follow up with this friend and be like, why were you lying to me? Um, okay. 
anyway, that's wild. And also weird to me that I feel like if I found that out, I mean, actually, maybe not. I was going to say if I found that out, I would be like posting it and be like, don't talk to this person. They're fake. But then maybe I would just be like, I don't want to deal with this anymore and just bail. You know, maybe I would just ghost and not worry about it. But like, who knows? Ken might still be out there. So if any of you guys are talking to a Ken with no vocal cords, I would suggest stopping because I don't think that Ken exists. So should I try to figure that out? I don't have a last name though. Um, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do something. Uh, We're, we're going on a Ken hunt. Um, I found the person, the person who originally said that, like, oh, well, that's not it. Um, Her name is on the submission. They left her name on there for some reason. You'd think they'd have left these anonymous. But anyway, um, so I just Googled her and there's an obituary, but I don't think that's the same Rachel. (sighs) Ken, what if I just Google Ken no vocal cords? Maybe other people have talked about this. Well, now just vocal cords are coming up. Hmm. You know, maybe someday I'll do some, maybe I'll do some research. I feel like I'm not going to be able to just find him just from this. Because I don't have a last name. And looking up Ken on Facebook is going to give 18 million results. So... Anyway, maybe someday if I have more time, I'll try to do some in-depth research. Live out my fantasy as a private investigator. Okay. Um, I was on some random... This is another person. I was on some random site through an app last summer and I connected with a hot dude. We talked for a while and he would send me suggestive pictures. Not going to lie, I liked it and we kept talking. I thought it sounded too good to be true, so I did the catfish thing and reverse Google image search here's the thing that's what you should all be doing okay if you ever think you're being catfished that is what neven max did every single time and i don't understand why the people they were helping didn't try that themselves because like they did that every single time and usually came up with some easy results and were like you're clearly being catfished because there's 18 accounts with these same pictures or like this is from a model's twitter how did you not realize that so like, I don't understand why people weren't doing it. Luckily, this person did, but I don't understand why these people in the show were not just reverse search image searching every single time they thought someone seemed sketchy. I That's what I would do. Anyway, there were few profiles with this guy's pictures. I did some more digging and found the or- original suggestive photos on a Reddit thread. It wasn't even that hard to find. I then contacted the real guy in the pictures and he was freaked out by the whole thing. We ended up talking for a while and I was so happy I connected with the real guy. It worked out in the end. I mean, I don't know what she means by it worked out in the end because it's, they just hooked up. Did they get married? What does that mean? Anyway, at least she didn't like emotionally connect too much with the fake person. It seems like she wasn't like traumatized by the whole situation. Um, okay. Here seems to be another crazy one. When I was in high school, my younger sister heard of this girl through her friends on YouTube. Her name was Kyrie and 
Kyrie, Kyrie, I'm going to say Kyrie, and was seven years old and lived in Ireland. She had a terminal illness. We added her on Facebook. I don't I, see. Is this just why I would never be in the situation? Because I would never just randomly add somebody to be like, oh, this poor girl has a terminal illness. Add like, I don't, I don't get that. Anyways. Um, we added her on Facebook and she had several pictures. We would Skype her. So maybe it's like they, they're trying to be friends with her cause she's like sad and dying and needs friends. Is that the idea behind it? I would like people to explain their rationale more, to be honest. Anyway, we would Skype her, but she never had the video on because her camera was broken and she would tell us stories of things she did and talk about her siblings. And soon after she would post pictures to Facebook and everything seemed to match up. She had several people who appeared to know her in person and even family members commenting on the posts. She seemed 100% legit. And my sisters and I dedicated our lives to raising awareness for this little girl. My sister and her YouTube friends constantly dedicated videos to her, and I spent hours Facebook messaging and on the phone with her, thinking I was keeping her company while she was sitting in the hospital. My goodness. Before long, something started to feel fishy. My sister's friends launched a full-on investigation and ended up finding out it was a teenage girl using pictures from the Facebook of a girl named Megan who actually did have cancer. Kyrie made up this whole story to get donations and gifts from people around the world. We couldn't believe how elaborate the story was as she had created an entire extended family and network of friends on Facebook to go with this Kyrie story. It was truly crazy. Okay. 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 We need to unpack a few things here. First of all, they used the pictures of a real little girl who had cancer, which is disgusting to then use that to catfish other people to get money and donations and gifts and then they not only did that, but they created fake accounts for an entire extended family and network of friends to then comment and would like, I'm assuming they would just switch profiles and comment on the posts and stuff, or they had friends in on the action and would like give them some of the donations and gifts. But like, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. That amount of work, look, some days, some days I just want to lay in bed all day long. Do you know one of the best days of my life was the day that I laid in bed for 22 out of the 24 hours of the day. It was so restful and nice and peaceful. It was amazing. And, and this person is spending their time when they could just be spending their time laying in bed, which is my happy place. Instead, they're making up a whole network of extended family and friends and fake profiles left and right commenting on these posts. How much donations do you think she was getting? I mean, like, I guess if you are raking in that cash, I guess it makes it worth it. It's like a full-time job for you. But like, at what cost to your consciousness, not consciousness, your, your conscience, It costs your conscience. Jiminy Cricket would be turning over in his grave. Anyway, that's wild. Okay, I just stopped for a second to go read the last few on this post because I just, we probably only have time for one more. So anyway, I've chosen this one. I didn't read the details, but the skim that I just did 
is pretty promising. Okay, it says, when I was 16, I moved to a pretty small town. I became close friends with M, a girl at school. After a while, she began mentioning her best guy friend, Blake. She showed me a picture and told me I could hang, I should hang out with him. It was like she was trying to set us up. He was really cute, so I was excited. Blake and I started chatting on Facebook and AIM. We chatted for a month or so, and he kept trying to meet up. He attended a private school less than 10 miles away from my school, but every time we planned something, a very detailed excuse came up. M had two cell phones. I didn't find it strange at first because her parents were separated and had a volatile relationship with and had a volatile relationship, so her parents tried to one-up each other by getting her gifts. But I started to notice that she was so secretive about one of her phones that she would constantly hide it or take it everywhere she went. She would not leave it lying around. One day I came over to her house after school and her room smelled like a me- like men's cologne. She told me I had just missed Blake. I started to feel weird weird and suspicious, so I began researching. Blake had told me about the anniversary of his dad's tragic accident, so I looked up the obituary for the day and year. He said, and I found nothing. I looked up the school registry, and he wasn't a student. I also paid for a reverse phone number lookup and found the number had been linked to M's mother. M and her mother were in on it together. When I confronted them, they denied everything. We stopped being friends immediately. I don't get it. (laughs) I don't get it. Like, what? Your mom? Or did the mom just, like, buy the phone for her daughter to do the whole one-upping thing like this person originally thought and didn't know that the daughter was doing that? Here's the thing, though. Like, why would you be catfishing your own best friend? There was another one. Here's Here's another one that was similar. When I was in high school, I got catfished by one of my best friends. I got a new phone and had to get all my numbers back. When I was checking to see who was who, I got a random text from a number I didn't know. The number told me his name was Blake. Is this the same person? Why are there so many fake guys named Blake? These are these were submitted by two different users. Anyways, I guess Blake is just an easy name to pretend to be. Uh, the number told me his name was Blake and he went to a different school. He told me he knew a girl from my school who happened to be one of my friends. She then verified him for me and told me she used to go to school with him. She said he was really nice. We ended up talking constantly and became really good friends. He would always tell me how pretty and beautiful I was, and I eventually ended up developing a crush on him. Since my friend could vouch for his validity, I never really questioned if this relationship was legitimate. It turned out that I'd actually been texting my friend all along, and my whole friend group was in on it. When I confronted her about why she did this and why and kept it up, her excuse was that she wanted to be able to compliment me and help boost my self-confidence. What a great friend. This is wild to me. And also, is is this also M doing this to this other poor person? Is M just wandering around using Blake as an excuse constantly? Also, I don't understand why she needed to pretend to catfish her to compliment her and boost her self-confidence. Like... I tell my friends they're pretty and beautiful all the time. Like I'm constantly complimenting my friends. So I don't understand why you can't just just do that as yourself. Like why did she have to pretend to be a guy? Like I, I couldn't. And I would be so ticked at all of my friends who were, who were in on it and didn't tell me. Ticked. Okay. I'd like never be friends with any of them ever again. <sighs> 
I'm heated now. <laughs> the idea that they would do this to their friends is so mean. I could never even consider doing that to one of my friends. Like, I don't even have words. Anyway, we're at an hour, so I'm done here. <laughs> I'm done here. Um, If you guys have been catfished, I'm sorry. If you guys are chatting online with someone right now and you've never met them in person, do a reverse image search immediately. They're probably lying to you. <laughs> if you have not video called with them or met them in person, just just consider that they're catfishing you because they probably are. I feel like if they don't video call you within a few weeks of like meeting and chatting and having a crush on each other, then they're lying to you about something. If they're not catfishing you, they're lying to you because they're in a relationship and they're cheating on their significant other. That's it. <laughs> this is cynical, but it's true. This is the way of the world, guys. Um, don't trust anybody and um protect your hearts that's it okay um that's all (laughs) this has been your weekly dose of serotonin bye